All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Candy Show. I'm your host, Candy. Guys, we've got another special guest in the building today. Miss Beautiful. Miss Beautiful. <laughs> Guys, I want you, you're welcome. Guys, I want you to welcome Miss Beautiful, Mahogany, Raspberry, but she's an actress. She's a director, executive producer, singer. She does voiceover work. And guys, we're going to talk about what else. I, I mean, there's not enough time in a day for what she's got going on. <laughs> Welcome, my guest. <laughs> Welcome, my guest, Miss Mahogany. Thank you. Hey. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're so welcome. Where are you coming from today? I have not been out of the house today. And <laughs> when I say I took this weekend, not even the full weekend, but took today off, it's been an extremely exhausting week. But I'm grateful, Lord. I'm not complaining. I'm grateful. Come on now. Amen. Amen. So now where is home for you? What city and state? I'm located in Atlanta, but home is Mobile, Alabama. Okay. All I'm right. a country girl. Okay. Come on now. I've been down there a few times. Okay. It's definitely deep south. Yes. <laughs> yes. The bottom of the south. I've been in Atlanta since 2008. Okay. Tell, tell us about your, your journey here now. I understand I've done some research, so I understand that you really wasn't an acting, you wasn't on the acting journey. Not at all. Um, initially, I moved here for my music. Um, I just packed up what I had and I left. I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't have work. I didn't just, I just believed in it. And um, for two weeks, and I finally found a place to stay and got hired on a couple of jobs in one week and just kind of went from there. But I initially moved here for my music. And in me doing music, um, my daughter came to me one day and says, Mom, I, I want to do modeling. I said, okay, cool. And uh, she asked me to do an audition with her. We did an audition for a celebrity fashion show. She didn't make the cut. I did. But she supported me the entire way. And after that, um, I did an audition for a film. Just going. Somebody saw me at the fashion show and said, you know, you should come out. Did the audition. Made the cut again. And um, the guy asked me to stick around. So I said, okay. So he, uh, he came back to me and said, would you be interested in doing radio? I like the way that you present yourself. I think you'd be awesome. And I'm like, hell yeah. So he <laughs> says, okay, you got a week, put your show together. And I'm like, a week, wait a minute, because I know I can talk, but I've never done radio before. So I said, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it completely. Give me two weeks. And um, earlier on, I had met comedian Jay Renee, who uh, she's also from Mobile, Alabama. I reached out to her. My daughter was one of my co-hosts, my cousin, and initially I started with uh, Tasha White. So yeah, we did that for, I had my radio show for about four years and I got really, really busy with the acting world and kind of just migrated away. Oh, wow. And now how, how long professionally have you been doing the acting? I would say about seven, eight years. So did you start out and were you doing any acting classes? Were you being, tell initially, us a little bit no. about that. Initially, no. I, I, I'm a character by myself. I got a lot of people up here I got to keep up with. So, and, and on my radio show also, there were three characters that I did uh, voices for, which was um, Auntie, uh, Auntie Bertha was one. Um, there was Good Hair Becky, and there was Savannah Simone, the Cuban sex therapist. So I did those characters on my show, and I decided to bring Bertha to life after I left radio. But yeah, I, um, I, and I, went, I did go ahead and start taking classes once I really, really dove into it because, you know, when you go to these auditions or 
you know, agencies or whatnot, they want to know who did you train with. So in order just to have the paperwork behind me, I did do some training with several different people. Okay. All right. All right. Well, see, I, I do some acting too. So a little bit later on, we're going we gonna to feed off of each other a little bit. Just okay. a little improv I'm always down. I'm always down for that. <laughs> I'm the improv queen, so I'm always down for that. <laughs> okay, now. Well, hold on, hold on now, now, we, now. Now, guys, just for those who don't know, uh, Miss Mahogany, um, we she was actually supposed to have been on a previous episode of mine with Marcus Head of M Head Films. Yes. Yes. And he was coming on talking about, we're going to get into that, the movie that's coming up. Yes, yes. Finally, the release, the premiere is on the way. Can't get right. It's going to be released on April. It's an online premiere, guys. Online premiere April 29th through yes. April the 1st. Guys, make sure that you tune in. Follow the Can't Get Right IG page. Look on the website, Can't Get Right, for more information. Miss Hogany is starring in this show. It's like a, it's a comedy movie. So, Miss Mahogany, tell everybody what your role is in Can't Get Right. <laughs> Um, I play Grandma Dirty, and uh, Butterby Rocker actually told Marcus about me, and when Marcus saw me, he was like, you are not grandma material, you cannot do that, and I was like, oh yes, I can, and he finally saw Auntie Bertha, so I got the role as Grandma Dirty. Grandma Dirty is, um, she's like the smoking Christian, I'm gonna read you your rights, Grandma. And uh, I, I start with um, comedian Shawty Shawty as my grandson. He plays Tyler. And Tyler just can't get right. <laughs> so um, he gets himself into a situation with the mob where it takes the whole community to get him out of it. Interesting. And of course, grandma got his back. Interesting. Now, and that was what's, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I was wondering, how did you come into that role? So it was the birth of role that kind of brought you into yeah. Grandma Dirty. Yeah. Was that your first time working with Marcus? Yes. Interesting. And okay. we didn't initially meet in the beginning. Um, it was via Zoom and, you know, FaceTime and things of that nature. And when we finally met, he got a chance to really experience Bertha. And I tell anybody, disclaimer, what comes up, comes out. It's not me, it's her. <laughs> okay got a little personalities going on there yes <laughs> yes I have this thing that I practice when um when I'm filming when I leave home and I release my doorknob leaving home I become that character until I come back home and grab my knob again okay leave what do they say don't bring your work home I love that I yes. love that Yes. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. A little bit about your, your podcast. Just kind of want to dig back into that a little bit. Uh, tell me what, what, what was you guys talking about? Do you have any specific subjects? Is, uh, from what I do with my candy show, we, we touched on a lot of different things. There was no one mm -hmm. specific area. It was just, you just talk about whatever. Current affairs, talk about whatever. What was your, past, your, your podcast about? Well, it was called Miss um, Mo's Intimacy Box Talk Radio. And when people hear Intimacy Box, automatically they attach it to sex. And it wasn't just about that. One of my focal points was teaching people how to put love back into their relationships and, you know, that everything is not about penetration and just teaching women to love on each other. Because a lot of times your background is different from my background and versus you judging a sister because of how she carries herself or how she speaks or things like that. Sometimes we just need to be pulled to the side and, and coached a little bit. So 
I we talked about an array of things that went on in the worldly calendar and um, just the lanes of intimacy when it comes to life altogether. Okay. We do need that. We need to keep talking about that because that word intimacy is kind of thrown out there and it's really not you yeah, know, defined. Yeah, it's misunderstood. It's misunderstood. Exactly. And I know you're a very busy lady, so tell us what you have coming up. What are the projects that you're working on right now? Because I heard something about <laughs> Lisa Left Eye. Something about Yeah, what? I did um, the Andre Rodman biopic and I play Wanda Lopez. I play Lisa Lopez's mother. That um, that one little scene, I was all purple and blue on both sides. I bruised very easily, as you can see, I'm pale as hell. But um, we we just we went in, we went in, and it was so funny. We were on set, and some of his friends were on the set to show support, and um, they allowed us, me and my co-host in that that scene, which was uh, Stanley B. Lackey. He plays Wanda's husband. Um, they allowed us to do the choreography for the, the fight scene because they didn't want anybody to get hurt. So they allowed us to do it. And in the midst of us showing the director and the assistant director what we came up with, one of the friends was there, did not know that we were rehearsing what we came up with. And it was so crazy. He was choking me and I'm like, get off of me, get off of me. And the guy thought we were really fighting. So <laughs> he went to like, and we was like, no, 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 it's not real, it's not real. But I was like, I hit my point though. You know, he thought it was real, so I hit my mark. I'm good with that. But it was it was so hilarious. But um, when I did the audition, I, I was standing in line, and um, Tiger Graham took a look at me and was like, "Give me her." So they walked me back. Mm -hmm. And when I finally did my research on Lisa's mother and saw the comparisons of pictures, I knew why they chose me. There's a picture of me and her side by side and it's like wow who's who so i understood why they was like give me her but it was it was a lot of fun getting that done oh wow now what's the name of that what's the, was it, is it a movie what tell me is what's the name it's of that movie. wide open okay. wide open, wide open. okay mm -hmm. is it still in production where are we at on that they're at the end of the production now so okay we're just waiting <laughs> they're at the very end of production with that now um i actually have uh quite a few other projects coming up. I have not been doing any auditions lately because uh, there are two features that I have the main lead role for, and they are two totally different characters, two totally different concepts, backgrounds, etc. And it's like, I'm having to learn over 200 pages and just really separate those characters and um, become them. It, it's, it's some work, it's some work. So it's a process to become a character. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to build backstories. And when you build those backstories of those characters, you really have to become them and embody who they are. So I want to make sure I'm hitting my mark when, um, when filming these productions. And, and not to mention that it, you have to be able to, I don't want to take on five different productions and I'm the lead for two. And that's, that's a lot of work. People don't understand what the lead role is. And they're like, I want to be the lead. I want to be the lead. They don't understand the lead role and they don't realize that you're almost on every page in every scene and that's a lot of memory muscle so it's a lot of work um one of the productions is uh irreversible desire and it's written up by nikiva bryant she is an amazing 
writer. I am loving this storyline. And I play Desiree. Desiree comes up with this idea uh, because husband and I are losing the spice in our marriage and my best friend and her husband are losing the spice in their marriage. So Desiree decides that, hey, why don't we all become swingers? So, and people think that it's all about sex, but there's a lot of scandal and all kind of stuff that's going on in this. And the, the plot twist, I was like, wait, oh, hold on. Oh, I was all over the place when I read the whole script. It's crazy. So I'm super, super excited about that. Um, I also have in a split second that's going to be coming up where I play Faith. And Faith um, ends up developing cancer. And she's very Christian. So she goes through these cycles and um, she's like, God, why me? And, you know, why am I having to go through this? Why did you give this to me? Why? So she goes through her challenges of her faith in God and then family and relationships and things of that nature. So they are two totally different characters. And that's um, by Taylor One Films. So that's, it's by Martel Taylor. That, that one is really, really deep and extremely emotional. So it's, it can be draining even in just the reads in doing it. With a variety of characters, you going from one end to another end, how do you maintain that mentally for your own personal mental stability? What, how do you do that? Meditation. Meditation in God. I have to take a moment sometimes <laughs> and just really relax. I love water. So I, um, I have a five foot tall waterfall in my bedroom and a water fountain in my bedroom and I love candles. So I have to take my Zen moment to really just relax and pull away from that by the end of the week, sometime the end of the day. And it's just, it's hard when there's so many moving pieces and you have to keep up with all of it and still be able to balance it. It can be hard balancing relationships, balancing family and a couple of other things I have going on. So it can be a lot sometimes, but meditation is definitely key. Now I'm gonna switch the subject here a little bit, but we're still gonna talk about how do you maintain these different characters. Well, you mentioned kind of something, um, you know, when in some relationships, some people run out of what do we do next? And you just kind of mentioned one of the aspects people like to do, add different people, they even like to role play. So how does <laughs> role play? I mean, you're playing so many characters all the time. How does it, does it have any effect on your personal relationship when it comes to something like that? Do you even want to do something like that? <laughs> um, you're when, doing I, it? When, I, when I took the role as Desiree for Irreversible Desires and I finally read the script, I was like, okay, because I'm, I'm not single. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to have to have this discussion with him because I don't want to be passive or his feelings. So, and I know that I have a husband in this film, so I'm going to have to be intimate with this person. So I don't want it to be like, oh, were you really enjoying that? And was it just acting? And, you know, so I said, let me have that conversation with him. And he's so amazing. Before I even got into the conversation good, he was just like, you're working. I know you're working. I'm here. You'll be back. It's okay. It's just work. I know what I signed up for. And I'm like, well, that went good. <laughs> you know, so mm. he understands. And even when, you know, it's times where it's, it's like, babe, I want to take you out dancing. I want to take you out eating or whatever. And I'm like, I want to, but I have to study. He's like, no problem. We'll order in or go get something close by and I'll read lines with you. So he helps me study. Yeah. That's what you call supporting. 
Yes, very supportive, and I love it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because I was wondering, I'm like, all these different characters, and it's, and it's just like, how do you keep that freshness in your relationship? Um, and, and, and it was more so a general question, but since you mentioned it, you're not, you're not single. So it, yeah, it's interesting. Cause that's the first thing you want to do as you get bored. You want to add something different, but you're well, doing that role separate. Playing. I try to keep them separated and I try to find windows of study. So I'm not, it's crazy, but it's almost like my whole life is a schedule. And it, that way I can try to balance things and control them. Well, what do you do on your personal time? I always got to know that because, again, it's, it's um, not it's enough music. time in the day. It's music, and I'm chilling by the poolside with a glass of wine. It's music. I love jazz, um, soft rock, um, that type of stuff. It, it's music for me. My daughter is, she's into music. She writes music. She produces. Sometimes I work on projects with her. And it may just be even just a family night because I'm very family-oriented. So um, karaoke, yes, I'm a karaoke queen too, love karaoke. So um, I'll just pull out the karaoke machine, we'll sing, I cook, you know, or maybe we'll just do skits together at home. It's it's always family that brings it back for me. That's my refresher. Okay, now since you said karaoke, I, I made mentioned earlier, singer. <laughs> when was the last time you did a real life performance? Oh gosh, it's it's been a while. This has been a long time because I've been so caught up in the, the acting world. It's been a long time. I'm I actually surprised that your stage play that I did, which was uh, in-laws in hell, in-laws from hell. And it was me and Tony Grant. I played his baby mother. He played my baby father. And we had to sing to each other. Oh, that's interesting. Tony was on, well, I had an opportunity to meet Tony late 2019. And awesome uh, had Yes, voice amazing. Yes. yes. Oh wow. Okay. So um, on my candy show, I like to get some of my talent to do it impromptu. Okay. So you got your voice ready? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> in your own way, I want you to sing something and put candy in it. Hmm. Ooh. Okay. And while you're thinking of that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Candy Show. I have my special guest. She's very multi-talented. Right now, we're talking mainly about her acting career. Uh, she's got some great projects going on. She is in the new release coming soon on April 29th through April to May 1st, the online release of Can't Get Right Comedy Movie, guys. Make sure you just follow the Can't Get Right page. She is Grandma Dirty. She is starring in this role in the Can't Get Right comedy movie. Now, I put her on the spot. She did. I want to see. <laughs> um, Since I, you've been on my mind. Since I, we do other kinds. So, sister, it's me and you on the candy show. So okay. let me tell you something, sister, I'm talking to you, oh, sister, you got me here for you, oh, something, and I know you think that you're something too.
Okay, now since you sing, since you said it, okay, you ready for me to sing that? I'm gonna say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna throw my little own rendition here. <laughs> okay, this is my official audition. We're just gonna leave it like that. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Sister, you've been on my mind. Sister, we're two of a kind. So, sister, we sure ain't got a whole lot of time. <laughs> yeah, I love. I know it. I, I messed up it. those words. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh. Okay, so do I get a do I get a role on your next yes, project? Yes, let's go, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. Now speaking of projects, now I mentioned you are also director. You've done some producing. Ooh, tell everyone about some of those projects. I have a um, trunk load of stuff from romance, dramedies, comedies, thrillers, you name it. Um, my new project that I'm working on is called Two Bullets. And it actually tells the story of two bullets, where they come from, how they got to where they're going, and what happens with these two bullets. I don't want to give too much of it away, but this this story is really, really deep, and I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, there was another one that I did, which is close to my heart, which is called The Preparer. And I used to, going through relationships, I felt that I, I used to call myself the preparer and I felt like I prepared men to be better going forward for the next woman because all the things that I wanted us to do together or saw us blooming into, you did with someone after me. You became the matured man after me. And you know, it was all, oh, I want you back, I want you back, but I've already moved on. And um, in that story, she goes through dating four different guys. And uh, the fifth guy, she never really dated, looked down on him because he was rough looking. He rode a bike. He didn't have all this money and so forth. But from each person that she dated, she took something from, she learned patience. She learned self-love. She learned, it was something from each person. And in the end, she gets the right guy. Wow. And she That's has almost three little true. friends. Yeah. And she has three friends who she kind of lives vicariously through. There's one who's married with kids. There's one who... She never, ever settles down. She can't remember guys' names that she hooks up with. Everybody has a number. Like, ooh, okay, that's number seven. Oh, hey, number 23, you know. And the other friend was a dominatrix. So they're, they're all very different. But the story is, is super dope. Now, what, now, are there any roles that you haven't played that you still want to play? Not really. That's what, that's how I started writing. There was one that has not gotten released yet because my brother passed away um, January of last year due to COVID. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm a I love horror movies. Absolutely love horror films. And with that one, I played a demon. Um, and to be able to speak and there's blood falling from my mouth and, you know, the whole nine was just like so, I was like, yes. But um, he passed away due to COVID, so we never got a chance to finish the project. He and his wife were talking, well, me and his wife were talking on it, and um, she did give me some rights to it. So it's still going to be in the works, but that's my thing. I always wanted to be in a horror film, and he gave me that opportunity. He always called me his Angela Bassett, so I still want to bring that to life. Mm. I'm sorry to hear about that. I'm so sorry. 
Oh man. I bet you you dress up on Halloween too, don't you? Oh yes. My kids <laughs> Halloween was life for them growing up. I spend crazy money and I mean I never forget, um I would spend at the least I'd say probably two hundred dollars and just dressing up for Halloween alone and I'd go all in with the hair and makeup and whatever else and decorate the house from front to back because I didn't believe in door to door trick or treating. It was too many sickos out there. But I would decorate the house from front to back. All the kids would come over and um everybody that came had to bring a bag of candy of cupcakes or whatever. So the kids left with more than enough and I was the storyteller. And you're in the right profession to yeah. do that too. I mean <laughs> Listen, once you like to dress up, it just it's you're taking on a different character. So you're in the right profession to do that. Yes. Now, now she boss. Is that coming out? Has that is it out yet? Because you doing it's your not, thing it's on not that. Out yet. I'm not. I'm not done. Don't count her out yet. She's not out yet. Um, I did have a five production distribution deal with a particular, um, company, and there were some things that were not, um in the line with my brand and how I carry myself. So I walked away from it. So um, She Boss is still on a move. It's still on a move, but I'm taking my time with that because that one is my baby. It initially started as me writing my own monologues because I was being typecast. I was the preacher's wife or the bougie know-it-all married sister, damsel in distress. I was getting the same type of roles, the motherly roles, and I wanted more and I wanted my layers to be pulled away so people could see what I really had to offer versus just looking at, oh, yes, you know. So I started writing my own monologues, and that's how I started with She Boss. I created Catra as a monologue, and it went to a short. And everybody that saw it was like, nah, you got to make this a feature. So I think what I want to do is make it a series, though. Well, guys, if you have not seen just even the trailers, because the trailer just got me sunk in. I saw one like, where is it at? Where is it at? Yeah, everybody's it. been asking about it. And I, I literally, um, I did everything by myself. Cast, wrote, um, wardrobe, location scout, you know, pretty much everything but shoot and edit. I did everything by myself. Isn't that such a good feeling? Listen, as a woman in these times, heck yes. And I had to sit back and really take that in, like, I did this by myself. Like, old cuss word. <laughs> Look, uh, here on the Candy Show, you can do, we're, we're you know, we're like, oh, that's my thing. Oh. I say cuss word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. That's yeah. nice and clean. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, now, well, my mouth can't get there, but, you know, that's my thing. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? Because I'm, I'm going to tell you one of mine. Now, because this is like a, a candy show history. I'm always mm -hmm. talking about pet peeves. I cannot stand the way customer service has just really just, like, there is no customer service anymore. And that's like the biggest pet peeve for me right now. And I think since we've had this pandemic, it's gotten worse to where it's yes. out the door. Yes. So, uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? There are so many. Hygiene is the first. I cannot stand it. Um, you know, you smell your breath before we do, even with or without the mask. You smell your breath before we do. You know you got this little taste in your mouth that's saying, hey, friend, we need to freshen this thing up. Take care of that. Dirty nails, seeing men with the pants hanging off their butts, um, males or females judging people that they've never even said hello to. Uh, it's a lot. The list can go on. 
Well, shoot, dang, I don't even know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I actually do have more too, but you know, yeah. but I'm all with you on all of those. Oh, especially the second pants, but okay. Yes, Josh is crazy. All right, drama teacher. Yes, um, I actually just started working with a guy. I, I'm not going to say just as of yet. They're doing a grand opening in June. Super excited. I just got brought on uh, as one of the acting coaches. So I'm super, super excited about that. Uh, I, I was working with people on my own, but in getting busy with, you know, my own stuff going on, it kind of like a touch and go sometimes, but they always come back. But it's like a touch and go sometimes. So now I'll be able to, within that location, I'll be able to have the classes set up where, okay, here, we're going to do four weeks over here, 10 weeks over here. And that way I can still balance my schedule in between time. So it, it allows me that. And I'm real funny about people knowing where I live. So now I have a location and I don't have to do everything via Zoom because there's only so much you can do with Zoom. Sometimes you have to physically be there to really bring these emotions out of people and for them to be able to really really tap in it's only so much you can do with a camera and your frame is right here you can't move so yeah so i'm super super excited about that and there's nothing like doing anything in person especially when exactly. you're trying to convey something like emotions you have yes. to be there i mean that's the you have to get that pull that feeling off of that person and once yes. you know that your audience is feeling you it just brings that you just keep going like energy plays stop. a big part i'm an energy person energy plays a big part and if your character has to go pretty deep with an emotion you can't give me that on zoom no 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 no, no. Ooh, okay now ugh. since you have so much stuff going on acting wise as far as entertainment business what else do you have going on that you want everyone to know about? Maybe are you selling any products or anything like yes. that? Tell yes. everyone what, what um, can they expect. I'm still doing Glamorous You, uh, These are the lip glosses. And you have to send me your information so I can send you some over. These are the lip glosses. People think it's perfume, but it's lip gloss. The lip oh. glosses, lashes. I still do lip scrubs, body scrubs, my own oils. Because people always ask about my skin. I some of the products I don't do anymore, which is a lot of the accessories and things of that nature, because I can control it more with doing just my own personal stuff, because I actually make the gloss, I actually make these scrubs, so I can control that. And yeah, and it does get kind of hectic sometimes with me having to make more product and it gets a little tedious with the ribbons and all of that thing, but I love what I do, so I put love into my products. Oh, wow. Well, most definitely. I tell you what, I definitely will send you my information. I love the packaging from what I see right now. Thank you. You're welcome. Lord knows I need some beauty. And it's also Eminem Angel Care. Um, I do home health staffing, Eminem uh, Angel Care. So if you know anybody who has mom or dad or aunt or uncle who needs some help, grandma, even these sisters who are going through small rehabilitation after these surgeries, first-time moms who need some help adjusting to having a new baby, things of that nature, call me up. Once again, there's not enough time <laughs> in, the, in a day. Yeah. I mean, how much, how long do you really sleep? Two, three hours? I don't know what, I don't know what that is. Ooh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Well, they, I get catnaps. I don't get sleep. I get catnaps. Those mm -hmm. nice little 20-minute power naps here and yeah. there. Woo, okay. Yeah. 
fresh it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. oh, my goodness. Well, I know that you have a limited time, but I just want to make sure that my audience get a chance to know who Miss Mahogany Raspberry is. Guys, once again, I want you to let them know about the new movie that you're coming that's coming out here soon. Tell everyone about that movie again. Can't get right when can't can they get right. I play Grandma Dirty, and let me tell you, Grandma, I don't play that. Okay, Grandma Dirty. Um, like I said, she saves whatever it is. She's gonna let you know what it is. Literally, since you asked, literally when I got on set and finally got everything together, and they was giving us our blocking and everything, Grandma Dirty had to let them know. The cameraman. Hey, make sure you give him a good side, and I'm a back side. Watch out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got time for Grandma Dirty. I'm super excited about that. People still don't believe it's me. I bump into people all the time who are talking about this old lady who's doing different little stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. They're like, no, it's not. So, y'all watch out for Can't Get Right. April 29th, the premiere is going to be online. We're going to put all that information in so you guys can see my page, her page. Y'all tune in. It's going to be so good. I cannot wait. Thank you, Miss Candy. You are so welcome. Guys, tell them, Miss Mahogany, before you get out of here, how can they book you, follow you, follow your journey? MahoganyRaspberry251 at gmail.com, 404-573-3247. And that is not my primary line, so you can't give me that way. That's business only. Okay? Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah. Instagram? Uh, underscore glamour plus so just type in mahogany raspberry you can find me anywhere youtube facebook twitter whatever mahogany raspberry awesome well miss mahogany now i'm down in atlanta all the time um i just wanted to say one time shout out to mr marcus head m head yes. film maker productions yes guys make sure m, m head films production but he's also going by m head filmmaker he gave the opportunity to me yes, big shout out for believing in me for grandma dirty yes yes thank you so much guys make sure once again you tune in to the online premiere of can't get right with miss this one lady right here she's got many talents but in can't get right she is grandma dirty grandma online dirty. premiere yes online premiere april 29th through may 1st guys make sure you follow the can't get right page can't get right you know, that's the Instagram page, Can't Get Right, and that's R-I-T-E. And you can also follow the uh, Can't Get Right website as well. And once again, like she said, you can find the Can't Get Right somehow, some way, through either my page or her page or, hey, on Can't Get Right page, guys. Miss Mahogany, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you so much. Next time I come down, hopefully I'm able to see you Reach in out, Atlanta. Lisa. Reach out. Yes, ma'am, I sure will. You have a good day. Thank you so Thank much, you. guys. Make sure you stay tuned to another episode of The Candy Show. Make sure you follow the Instagram page, Candy Talk Show. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. That's capital C and the number two, capital C, Candy Productions, and the number two at the end. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.